Hey, this is Scott Steiner, Big Papa Pump, the Big Bad Booty Daddy, and you listen to IcoPod, the best podcast going today. Holler if you hear me. back with episode 160 of Icopod. I am Bob Downing Jr. With me as always is Austin Skinner and Dallas Gridley. I almost called Dallas Barry Horowitz for some what? reason. I, I don't know why. I almost called you Barry Horowitz. Uh, we're coming off of Halloween Havoc for WCW. We haven't watched it yet because we tend to watch it weeks and weeks after the fact. But we're uh, this week we have Goldust making his broadcast premiere for the World Wrestling Federation. He'll be taking on Savio Vega. And then we also have an Intercontinental Championship match with Razor Ramon defending against Owen Hart. Last week, we pretty much had just a battle royal and an Avatar debut, which was atrocious. And we have a new women's champion with Alundra Blaze beating Bertha Faye. How are we feeling for episode 160, my guys? Halloween special, October thirtieth, one day before Halloween. Well, what's your part... guys' What's your guys' costume this year? Um, I'm dressed up as um, Barry a, a sad, um, lonely adult male. Uh, wow. So, so you can't wait for this episode, is, is what you're saying? No, that's just my costume. It's a, a costume is you know it's fake. It's not real. So, oh, right. uh, oh, oh. but yeah, but deep within, I'm only seasonally depressed. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think I'm gonna say it right now. This might be this might be saying too much, okay? But I think this episode of Raw, on paper with the two matches that we know, it might be the one of the biggest Raws in '95. Okay, Austin, how about you provide some better uh, better information than Dallas right there? What? Tell me what one knows better. <laughs> well, hey, here's here's the thing. Dallas being this enthusiastic for an episode of Raw in '95 is saying something. <coughs> so let's not uh, let's let's not downplay that. Guys, the best episode of Raw this year has been the week before WrestleMania 11, where it was nothing but highlight videos in no. a match between Owen and Brett. No. That was unforgivable what you did to us that week. That's yeah. the best show. Where I try to get Bob to watch a clip show, and he says no. And yet he okay. makes us do it. Dallas, I am not going to watch an hour and 53-minute clip show of a, of a company that had only been around for 11 weeks. <laughs> but, how's that but there was new exclusive interviews oh yeah i can't wait let me listen to the flying elvises about their match they had three weeks ago that, that's not <laughs> that's cares? not what they that's not what they talked about but you know if you if you watched it you would know <laughs> um i did 
Uh, I took notes for our show, but it's fine. Fucking nerd. That's what you are. You don't have a life. Uh, that's not true. I fucking take up all my life with Icopod and the TNA Crossline podcast, making our social media super exciting. And if you don't follow Icopod already, make sure you do that because we post a lot of cool shit. Well, and it's funny you bring up the social media because I just saw the other day that McPrice had uh, commented and he addressed Dallas directly because he knows Dallas is the one yeah. doing the social media and typically answering the, the comments. So I, I did enjoy that he totally just bypassed me and Bob and was just like, hey, Dallas. Someone else did, too. Uh, I think it was Ian Matthews did. Uh, well, um, you know what? When I reply, I do a little uh, dash Bob. I've been doing a D. Um, but see, my thing is like, oh. sometimes there's, I can't keep up. Um, so like, I hope that, you, so I hope you guys also respond to comments because I, sometimes I do, just, I'll go in and say stuff. I do. Cause I want no, to, I but just, it's a I lot. just click, uh, I just click to get the notifications off my phone. Yeah. You tell us every week. Okay, Bob. Yeah, Listen, I'm, I'm too, I'm too you know popular and cool. Well, don't you know, Austin, who we're doing a podcast with, it's the Bob Colling Jr. Robert calling of wrestlingrecaps.com fame right who has made money off of his website after about 20 years that he didn't even know he had until one day he logged on and found it so that's true that's, that's what we're all true <clears throat> not 20 years not 20 years but that everything you're saying is true 10 10 yeah, yeah i know 10. 20 was an exaggeration i just couldn't remember the yeah. number regardless we are dealing with top level you might as well call him dave Meltzer jr that is who we yeah. are doing a podcast with no. yeah yet He's just as smart as every week. Does anyone care about his bullshit opinions? I don't know. Here, here's the thing, guys. Okay, so we're, we're we just started the episode in about an hour. I'm gonna ask Dallas, you have anything else to say on the show? And he's gonna be like, "Well, uh, no." And I'm I'm gonna say, "Fucking no." Do you know why? No, because I've already said it before. Right before that, I'm gonna say, "Tell you what I thought about the show," and then you're gonna say, have, "You got anything else?" I don't, no, I don't have anything else. If to I say, had anything so. else, I would have fucking said it already. <laughs> no, I don't have anything else to say, guys. This is great. Uh, uh, I want to watch Nitro though. That'd be fun. Okay. Yeah, actually, speaking of, I did forget to say last week, Nitro definitely was better than Raw. But it's fine. Yeah, it wasn't a bad. We decided. We talked. It wasn't too bad of a raw. Wasn't great. I can't. I couldn't say it was a good show. Um, Bob, I think was creaming over it. But you know, we all we all watch wrestling differently. So, anyways, like I said, I think this episode of Raw is promising. Razor and Owen for the title, I think, is a big match. Goldust has a chance to redeem his debut that he just had on In Your House Four, which. I, me and Austin thought wasn't too fantastic. I th- Bob, you thought it was fine. I thought it was okay, but I think against what, what? What is it? What is it? Is it bad or okay? It's like mediocre. It's a thumbs you, in the middle, you, tilting down. Mine was a thumbs down. Things. Yeah. Okay. So Austin's consistent. You just said three different things. No, uh, I said, not I great. Said, no, no, no. You Austin said not said not great. Austin said not great. Yeah, I he said, said it was okay. he said thumbs down. You just said thumbs down, and then. Like, okay, and then in the middle. Well, I pretty much just said what we all thought about it in one. Right, but for your own thoughts. No. Are you trying to piss me off right now? You're trying to piss me off on Halloween. He's in the middle. You were two thumbs up. Fucking best match of the night, you thought. Yeah, I had a half boner. (laughs) I mean, so did he. So I think that's probably why you did too. We all all saw all the... I get influenced. We saw the brain, if you will. Yeah. Um... Wait, really hang on, quick. Hang on, hang on. Wait, hang on, hang on. Tails, you got anything else you got to say? 
No, I already said everything. Go fuck yourself. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I just did. I did say everything else. What do you okay, want to say? Very quickly, I want to play a game here, and Bob will be familiar with this game. We played it for Yokozuna. Uh, Yokozuna. It's very similar. Uh, because we were there was a point where we were guessing like how much they were going to inflate Yokozuna's weight. Every, every week or every month, let's say, we'd say, okay, well, I bet you they're going to announce Yokozuna is this weight now. And that went through 93, even into 94 a little bit. We played that game. And sure enough, they'd inflate his weight several times, and he ended up being, what, 640 pounds or something like that? Something stupid. I think the first time they actually did it wasn't until King of the Ring, though. Yeah. So, you know, he, he began as 500, and then over the course of a couple of months, he ballooned 150 pounds or something like that, uh, which we enjoyed doing and keeping tabs on. It may be a futile task, and I might be just overthinking it, but I almost want to play a game with gold dust of how many little nuance changes are they going to make to his gear slash entrance attire slash accessories? Because for some reason, and I don't know why, I have no explanation. I haven't seen this episode of Raw or, or the next couple that we're going to watch, but... I have a feeling he's his look's going to be slightly different. Like he he'll have different gloves. Uh, the the singlet might be di- something's going to be different because like we discussed for the pay per view, the look for Goldust was off. It felt cheap, unfinished, and I'm sure we're not the only ones that picked up on that. Well, right now he's got like a cloth, like onesie suit going on, right? And I I know eventually it turns into like a. Like a latexy, yeah, like a leathery looking thing, and it has like a zipper, right? And then like the gloves, he, he we've already seen his hands painted gold. That was already something that's like changed. Yeah. And then he was like wearing, you know, gold painted gardening gloves. It looked like at the pay per view. So I don't know. I just think it's going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks to play that same game of, let's see how much or you know. The I Spy of Goldust. Let's see what they change week to week or month to month. Because I have a feeling we're going to see a couple of tweaks over the next little bit of time here. Um, but as far as the match or the the card on paper, I agree with Dallas. I think it is going to be well, hopefully a relatively strong show, especially for one that's you know canned or taped. Uh, do I expect to see a new intercontinental champion this week? Uh, no, we're definitely going to get a screwed finish. Do I think Mm -hmm. that they're going to get a singles match at survivor series? Uh, no, because they've already told us that, Hey, they're not getting one. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of a weird deal where again, they've kind of showed their hand of cards. You know, what's going to basically go on before it happens. So it's just a little deflating to me. Yes, it's strong on paper, but when it comes to execution, I'm expecting to be disappointed, unfortunately. Okay, Dallas has nothing to offer. Great. So I'm just going to go into observer notes. Don't, (laughs) Dallas, don't even pretend. What what do you want me to say, dude? (laughs) Don't even pretend. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> You're on a podcast. I want you to, you know, provide some kind of commentary. You know, Austin's pretty good at, you know, developing thoughts and communicating. You're and just, I, yeah, you're I just, just blankly looking at your webcam well, like. 
<laughs> I, I'm just taking in what my, my friend is saying. He's tuning me the fuck out. <laughs> Sometimes I do. I can't lie. But yeah, yeah. Exactly. exactly. But not all the time. But I don't know what else you want me to add to that. I already said my fucking thoughts on the show. No, you know what? This is this is what this is what you gotta do, Austin. Sometimes when you're you know describing ninety five, you just gotta be like, Yeah, so like gold dust, you know, he's got these gloves on, AJ Styles. And that's gonna get Dale. Yeah, he's like, What? And you're gonna be and you're gonna be like, Yeah, he's got like this suit on Raven. He's like, Whoa, what? Okay, yeah, Goldie no, I'm listening. Goldie Locks, you know, <laughs> just mentioning various TNA acts. You'd be like, Oh yeah, America's was wanted. Yeah, totally. Okay, I'm in. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, if Raven was on the show. <laughs> I did my full fucking attention. Yeah, that. exactly. Well, okay. You know what? You know what I will say. I really like Austin's idea about the gold list thing. I was gonna say it, and then he started talking about the show again. I'd be surprised if we saw stuff change already from last night, or I guess this. Well, it was taped on that night though, so right, uh, yeah. the night before at in your house. However, I do think the subtle changes are going to be interesting. I don't think we're yeah. going to see anything major for a while. Like right. I don't, I don't expect face paint to change for. A, a, a while um gloves i definitely could see changing because those you know what joke. i mean like just a little stupid shit adding some little adding something a little extra on the bodysuit yes the entrance stuff i think is going to stay the same the robe and the wig i think yeah. are gonna i think that's going to stay the same at least for a bit uh but that should be fun well what else you want me to say about the show you know uh it's gonna be really great uh the season or the network premiere gold dust you know really broadcast excited. premiere broadcast uh, i'm ready uh, and yeah, Owen Hart's gonna lose. So, I I kind of wish that Goldust was gonna come out in his little fucking suit jacket and hat. Like, why didn't he come out in that? Is that his? Is that his outside attire? That's like when you're playing a video <laughs> game. It's attire C. It's not yes. A or B. It's C. Yeah, it's street clothes. Right. <laughs> yeah. I do. It's Goldust Street attire. <laughs> I, now, I, I do hope that we will see him like do a promo in it or something. That'd be cool. Like a gold yeah, suit. Like that'll like, be fun. Like live. I want to see the little bow tie fucking suit jacket with the, the top hat all gold. I want to yeah. see that. We might never see it again, though, to be honest. I so. know. I'm bummed. I'm sure we will. Like a pre-tape or something. Something. Yeah. I hope so. But you know what, Bob? What do we got for observer notes? What do you got to talk to us about? No, you don't transition. <laughs> you don't you don't tra- you don't have the right to transition into observer notes. Okay. Oh, just... You have a lot of fucking nerve. Hey, Bob, to... what do we have for observer notes? Thanks, Austin. So we do. So here's the thing. Um <laughs> you know, we may not see gold dust, you know, in a in a gold suit or whatever, but we may see Adam Bomb again. Oh. What the fuck? So in recent <laughs> weeks, so in recent weeks or months, really at this point, they've been flip flopping about: Are we going to bring Adam Bomb back? He doesn't want to come back. We're going to have a meeting with him, and he's like, "I ah, fuck you, I'm not coming back because you guys booked me horribly." It's been a whole thing since really like July. Yeah. Uh, well, a decision on bringing Adam Bomb back or releasing him will be made this week. <laughs> oh. Imagine so being Adam Bomb with your phone. Like, oh, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> well, he he wants to be gone. He does not right. want to be. So uh, I just thought that was pretty funny that <laughs> we're going on three and a half months, and he is. They've yet to make a decision on what to do with him. Well, and here's the thing with Adam Bomb. It's like, first of all, you're dropping a bomb on us here, Bob. 
that we're we're finally going to get a decision. But realistically, if it's taking you this long to figure out whether you want him or not, you might as well just keep him because he's under contract anyway. So if you're having just this such a struggle, you already have the guy. You might as well use him. If you can get something out of him, great. If not, when his contract expires, cut him loose. Like, what is there to think about? Well, I, I almost feel like they could, even if they didn't want to put him on TV, just use him for house shows. Or something, exactly. I mean, I could totally see that being something that would work, especially because it, I feel like they use guy. you will hear a card, and it's like, wait, I haven't heard about that guy in a while because they're right. wrestling only on the house shows and stuff like right. that. So I think that would totally work. And in fact, I just like we we mentioned a few weeks back, Waylon Mercy. We're not going to really. Well, we shouldn't see on Raw again, at least not wrestling. <laughs> but he he uh, they just got him doing house shows, and then he sure. he's done. So sure. I think the same idea could work for Adam Bomb. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. I, I just I don't get what the big hubbub is. It's not like oh, we got to make a decision whether or not we're going to push him to the moon on TV. Like you know, you're not going to do that. So just fucking use the guy if he's under contract and be done with it. I don't know. Uh, I just want to note, uh, Dallas, I'm proud of you. That's the most that you've uh, provided during Observer Notes. Um, I don't know if that's the past accurate, but forty episodes. Okay, I don't know about that, buddy. <laughs> I think that's listen. Weird. I'm I'm a backseat driver on on this show. That's why I'm here. I'm not here for insight. I'm a backseat driver. I I provide the the color. You know. That's true. I, the I color. Think, yeah, I think you're also the um, like the like nobody like none of the listeners agree with anything you ever say. That's not true. <laughs> I've I've noticed that. They, they, That's they're not never, true. They're never like wow, wow, Dallas. I really agree with what you said about you know. That's bullshit. Tatanka you know or something. That's bullshit. They don't care. And you know what? And you know what? When they I don't came, care. and you know what? When I came out, everyone was excited to hear me. So fuck That's you. not true. I've actually gotten messages from people you who have, are like, that Dallas, not. he knows nothing about you have pro not. wrestling. <laughs> that That's Dallas. True. That Dallas, he knows nothing. Oh, and let's not forget, Dallas has taken opportunities away from Icopod listeners from being on the podcast because it would be overcrowded. Right. There is guys <laughs> who have been like, hey, I want to do a bonus episode with you. And now that there's six fucking people on this show, they can't do it. That's well, not Mike, only Mike Campbell has he's was very upset. He's furious about yeah. not being on the uncensored bonus episode. Well, listen, I and he was like he was like Bob. I listened to it. Dallas said like four sentences. Oh, uh, that one I might have, but you know it's, what else? Exactly. I've done? He's like I would have fucking talked the whole time, and you're just like, oh, there's there's Meg. That's what you said. <laughs> I probably did, but the thing is, I'm, I'm I'm a heat magnet apparently. So if I'm pissing people off, I've pissed people off. Uh, I take time away from Michael Pot. I steal Bob for the TNA Cross the Line podcast. I we started I heat with the rest. We we started heat with the wrestling twenty years ago guys if, apparently because Bob did? beat him to it. No, I me and Bob did. So yeah, I'm for the, the TNA one. They were his. The, you know they're coming up on that next year, and they were talking. Oh, what are we gonna do with TNA? And Rory was like, "Well, Bob fucking beat us to it." Oh wow! So I, yeah. which I, I told Bob, pissed. I got I got blackballed from wrestling twenty years ago for over a year. <laughs> they were like, "No, you're not coming on the show ever again." Well, it's Bob, partially, you... it's partially that, and me saying Buff Bagwell's a star. 
1999. Those two things probably didn't help my case. And they were just like, you're not on for a year. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I deserve it. Well, tell them we can do a run-in with them, okay? We'll tag team it. No. You know, Dallas, <laughs> you, you do have a lot of heat, especially with me, because every time I get a fucking text message and it says Dallas Gridley, I'm just like, ugh. This guy probably wants to do a TNA recording or something. And I was like, oh, my God. I was just en- enjoying my one day off. And he's probably like, you want to watch... Uh, you want to watch some Elix Skipper? And it's like, no. You're damn right I would want to. I don't want to do that. You, that's why I didn't sign up from the beginning. Because, dude, I can't do four days of this shit. No, Bob's exaggerating. We did, not, we did an extra one this past week so we can get ahead an episode. Because yeah, unlike Icopod, we don't have seven episodes. Yeah, that, but here's that we, the thing. we have none. Okay, yeah. I, do, I do the TNA one so much, I almost shit my pants on air. Well, they- <laughs> It's true. It's true. I almost shit myself. No, that is. True. <laughs> if that's not an half. indicator that my time is consumed with doing podcasts, I don't know what is. If I, if I can't have a bowel movement not on a podcast show, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I would. This say. is pretty bad. This is coming from the it's guy. Gonna who... end up, it's gonna. I'm gonna end up bringing my computer into the shower, and I'm gonna have to my microphone. I'm gonna Wait. be watching myself, and be like, "Oh, look at that hurricanrana." Oh, like I, thought you were gonna talk about, I thought you were going to talk about shitting in the shower. <laughs> who, who shits in the shower? I don't know, but I was afraid Dude, to do it. Listen, I, I'm, I wouldn't put it past very many people I know. Screech being one of them. Oh, what the fuck? The uh, well, Screech doesn't mean that. Defense, it's going down the drain. It's fine. Well, of course you would say that. Except yeah. yours wouldn't go down the drain, Bob. It'd be like jumping on a trampoline because there's so much air in the fucking drain. Wow. <laughs> you son of a bitch. No, what happens for me is usually when I shit, because I'm such a huge guy, is um, usually by the time I'm done with it, there's no water. <laughs> what? I, so I, I, got, I have to go to the kitchen and get, and get a cup and then pour You're it lying. In, You're lying. And then, and then pour it in the toilet and that way it can go down. Otherwise, Wait, it just, otherwise, it just Wait. skids. So, Bob, what do you got for observer notes? <laughs> oh, my shit. Oh, wait, we uh, already started the notes, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, Adam Bob thing. Well, and, and really quickly, just to validate your point there, Bob, I, I do believe that Dallas does have some legitimate heat because when I think of people that I actually know and people that actually hate that person I know, I think Dallas has the most. Like, people who just genuinely don't like him. But there's not really a great reason. I I think it's... I kind of get a kick out of it. It's it's so many people at this point that it's kind of funny. I mean, I guess... Now, everyone listening, I I do have friends who like me, so don't... I don't don't know if any of this is accurate. I'll tell you the one thing I really hate about Dallas. Is when we go... When we go over there for game nights... Yeah. He will take three hours to read the fucking directions oh to a stop. No, he breaks I, the booklet it, out. It, yeah, he's like, okay, guys, this is how you play Monopoly. So everybody, what? you, you Wait, pick up one this, of these little Is this a things, fucking roast of then, Dallas right now? You guys, ever, you guys ever played the board game Life? So this is what he gets do. so pissed if you don't listen to it. Yeah, he's, it's great. He's like, oh, fuck it. Gus will figure it out. And then, like, well, we're all trying to play, and he's like, oh. I don't know, dude. <laughs> well, what, what makes it great? 
what makes it great is I'll be there shitting on it, right? And then we go to play, and I'll be like, wait, wait a minute, what do I do? And he'll be like, well, God damn it, Bob, I just fucking told you for 45 minutes, like, what we got to do. And I'll be like, well, I'd tune you out. Oh, man. Yeah. I learn on the, I learn yeah. on the go. Tune okay. me out on the podcast. We tune you out when you're explaining game directions, you son of a bitch. I, yeah. I can't even say that I don't do that. So, <laughs> um, however, what I am going to say in a rebuttal is that Bob gets pissed when we play werewolf because he thinks everyone's a cheater. So, well, to be fair, I do cheat. So, no, He's I don't get to... mad. No, I don't get mad when people cheat. I get when, I get mad when people don't believe me when I'm like. It's not me. I tell stories about. I'm like, guys, we can't. If Bob comes, we can't play werewolf. Oh my god! <laughs> but no, then I then and I make sure we play guy, it anyway. The your one friend there did she? No, he's not. He's a good guy. I like him. Yeah, but he cheated. Wait, wait, wait. What friend are we talking about? The same one that yeah you're thinking of him. I like him. He's yeah, a good guy. I don't like that motherfucker. Yeah, but he cheated though because he was like, well, just this guy. He was out of the game. Yeah, I don't like him. I'm not supposed well, to say. That- that is cheating if you're out of the game. Yeah. However, so that's why I was mad. I was like, dude, you can't fucking do that. Yeah. Well, now I'm laughing. Like, I'm there's like some tears in my eyes because you guys just made me laugh so hard. I I really didn't know that the October 30th, 1995 episode, um, episode 160 of Icopod was really just titled The Roast of Dallas because <laughs> essentially we're, we're just digging deep here tonight. I might have to put that in the description on Podbean, also known as The, the Roast. Of, maybe that will, that'll be the title. Well, Raw, listen, 10.30.95, instead of being like, you know, Owen versus <laughs> Razors, the roast of Dallas. I, listen, all I'm going to say, my last thing I'm going to say, I'm trying to get better about the rule book thing. I told Kaylee she gets to start explaining games because it's not on me anymore then. Well, you know what's great about Kaylee? When, when she does that, she's like, I don't fucking care. We'll figure it out. And we just play the game within 10 seconds. <laughs> That's, well, not true. No, sometimes she does pull a Dallas where she's trying to maybe over-explain. Sometimes but, you got to, though. Yeah. But then she definitely gets the hint and is like, I don't know, guys. We'll just play. She is, like, over it. You want to know what also really pisses me off about Dallas? Oh, boy. Here we go. On his fucking Instagram, whenever he cooks something, he'll do that fire. Like, the little... We talked about this on the show already, I don't okay? give I'm pissed off cook... about it. Because you just did it the other day. You're like, look at Sorry. my green beans. Who cares about your green no, beans? No, I didn't do that. Yes, listen. Listen. Dallas did go down a couple of pegs with me last week. Okay, when he he basically admitted that he sets his wallpaper as him and his girlfriend. I I sometimes I don't want to. It just is. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you. I'm just hey, if if we're shooting, I was a little taken back by that. Not gonna lie. It's just what it is, man. I don't know. It's Knowing not- you, like, how is the Joker? Not your phone back or like something like that. I think it's because I'm so indecisive. It's like, oh well, do, could I do the Joker? What if I want to do like Kenny Omega? I really like him. Oh, but then so I it's could. Like, do... It's like a it's like a concurrent theme. You don't have to change it a lot. Is that what you're talking about? I think so. I think that's kind of why I have it. It's the same reason probably that my computer I'm recording on right now, my iPad and my MacBook all have the same desktop background. I really like the desktop background. It's been that way for probably five years. Yeah, no, it's it's been that way for a long time. I would I would rather you have your phone background of you and your girlfriend than Kenny Omega. I don't think it would have been. I wouldn't have guessed Kenny Omega. It was no, a logo or something. You know what I'm just saying? Like, yeah, I'm just throwing shit out here that I like. Um, yeah, 
because I could do a cool Star Wars one. I don't know. I just don't. I just I, I'd have to. I'd want to change it too much. And right now, yeah, it's, just, it's been the same picture for a year and a half. I think so. That's just kind of what it is. Well, hey, how about the psychos who leave it as default wallpapers? Like, what is that? A work phone? No thanks. My see, that's the funny that you say that because my work computer it is in fact the default background because I just like how it looks on the work computer and no, I don't do that at thing. home. Yeah, you know? but but I know people who no. leave the wallpaper, the lock screen wallpaper, and the regular wallpaper. There's just the whatever it came in. What, what the fuck is that? My desktop background right now is the WCW logo from like 1993. See, that's yeah. cool. Oh, you've had that for a while though. Right? That's been like that. I think ever since I got this computer five years ago. So, yeah right uh well let's get back on track after we shredded dallas and probably really destroyed his mental health in the middle of a pandemic uh with some more observer notes Shawn michaels is expected back in the ring on november 3rd oh so that would be this coming up weekend okay wait uh, why strip him of the belt then if it was gonna be that quick because they had to just do it yeah, I, I don't fucking know I think that they it was almost kind of a punishment thing too, to be honest. I think yeah, I mentioned that on the on the pay per view because, dude, why are you getting in trouble down on yeah, Syracuse and like what are you doing? So I think they kind of wanted to do it as like a to essentially humiliate him and be like, hey, you had to give the belt to Shane or Dean Douglas, and it's like, yeah, that's probably well, and you punishment. can. There's probably yeah. there's no way in four months he'll be the world champion. There's no way. <sighs> Well, and, and, and running away from that really quickly, you can even kind of tell it in Sean's attitude. Like, oh, you're going to punish me? Well, I don't think Shane's worthy. You know what I mean? He's got yeah. like a chip on his shoulder about it. Undeserving under, or overrated. Yes. So, uh, you know, I could easily believe that that's the company attempting to put some sort of screws to Shawn Michaels for bringing unwanted attention. Absolutely. For sure. Uh, speaking of Dean Douglas, he suffered a larynx injury at In Your House number four thanks to a razor remote clothesline. Now, this is interesting because I know in ECW, I think it's, oh boy, it's a match against Janetti, which I th- might have been 94. I can't remember, but he, he suffered a throat injury in that match as well. Hmm. So this is not the first time he's uh, encountered a larynx situation mm, interesting I thought, yeah i thought that was kind of intriguing uh over in wcw chris benoit and eddie guerrero are likely to stay with wcw after their 90-day contracts uh in this era bischoff was giving people like 90-day contracts that you know if it was working out they would continue on i and like that, that well that would lead to a few people leaving well you can't keep them all but i do think that's kind of interesting yeah. Well, if I was a wrestler, I would want more than a three-month commitment. Well, well, it's not to benefit the wrestler. It's to benefit the company. Well, no, I know. But if I, so well, if I was a wrestler, I'm like, I don't know if I'd be doing that. Well, and for the at the same time, though, what if you're the wrestler and you're like, I'm kind of iffy. I'm not really sure if I want to do this. I'll sign on for the 90 days. If I like it and they like it, then it's going to work out for both of us. If well, not, one of us are going to part ways. No, I think it's like the, like the company has control of that. Yes. I don't oh. think it's a wrestler being like, oh, I'm going to leave now. No, I think it's definitely something like, oh, we'll keep you. Yes. So they yeah, might but... sign like a, they might sign like a three-year deal, but after 90 days, WCW can be like, you're fired. Oh, okay. That's different. It's one of those things. Oh, okay. Well, and I think the reason it, it really, if you're a talent, why you're signing up for that, either you're very much 
in need of TV exposure. Like you want that national exposure mm-hmm. or you don't really have too much else going on or you're trying to get the WWF to notice you. So you're like, yo, let me be on their TV and Hey, if it doesn't work out, at least I'll have maybe that to call on if I need it. So I don't know. I think it does work out, but it's definitely in the benefit of WCW 100%. Well, you know, wrestlers aren't necessarily the smartest because I remember uh, more recently, Mike Bennett uh, was like, "Oh, I want to get, I want to leave WWE," and then <clears throat> they offered him like a five-year, four hundred thousand dollar contract, and he's like, "Okay, I'll take it." And then three weeks later, he was like, "Wait, I, I don't want to do this. I want out." And it's like, dude, you just signed a contract. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and then yeah. he ended up getting fired. Right. But it's like, what are you doing? Oh, I want to take care of my family. Okay, well then don't bitch about when you're not on TV. Right. You get paid a huge downside guarantee. Who cares? I wouldn't care because he had a really good theme song, but whatever. Yeah, well, how much money can you make off of a theme theme song? I don't know, dude. I was fucking into <laughs> not a whole it. So. Lot. <laughs> Again, you're probably the only person that's like, oh, Mike Bennett, he has a great he gypped you out of a t shirt. I asked him on Reddit, why did you do that? And they deleted your question. They did? Yeah, I went back on and it was gone. Oh my god, that's shitty. Bob literally goes, why why did my friend have to file a PayPal claim against you because you wouldn't send him his t-shirt he bought? And they deleted it. Holy shit. And and that is true, that did happen. And I should hate him for that, but you know what? Was there ever an explanation or no? No, I never heard anything back. But you know, it's okay. Uh, I thought it was... We're not talking about Mike Bennett. Move on. Yeah, let's move on. Well, do you guys like to party? No. Yeah, I don't really either. Okay. Well, WCW and the World Wrestling Federation are both looking to party. Because they're going to make offers to public enemy. Oh. Okay. Cool. Uh, Do you want me to weigh in on public enemy, or do we want to just keep going? Well, do you want to pull a Dallas, or do you want to actually provide something? Holy fuck. Well, in that case, I guess I'll speak on this for a quick minute. Uh, Personally, and hey, we're going to transfer some of Dallas's heat over onto me. Because personally, I have not enjoyed any era or company version of Public Enemy. I don't enjoy them. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. I haven't seen enough of them to have that uh, an opinion. I don't know if I have an opinion either way, to be honest with you about them. Well, so. they, they definitely get exposed when they end up uh, leaving ECW. But, okay. uh, I mean, I don't think they're horrible in ECW. Here's the thing. And this is the best way I feel like I can explain it. To me, Public Enemy... Is Sandman times two. Okay. Very fun in ECW. You know, works in that environment. All the negatives are perfectly hidden for the most part. But as soon as you take them out of that element and say throw them on WCW as a hack guy. You're fucked. (laughs) (laughs) He sucks. I... I compare Public Enemy to Sandman. 
It's the same. It's the same thing. They're cut from the same cloth. Nothing against Sandman. At least he's very charismatic and had the cool entrance and stuff. And kind of same with Public Enemy. I mean, they're a little bit charismatic and they have the fun entrance. But really, when you boil them down, nothing much to eat off those bones. They're pretty bare. And that's, I think, the best way I can explain it. If The Public Enemy, in my eyes, is Sandman. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah, I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, to say that they're both like uh, both like salmon. Yeah, it's an ECW, you know, strictly uh, tailor-made gimmick. Where I think, you know, even as wrestlers, as guys outside of the company, you are destined to fail. With both parties, both Public Enemy and Sandman in this case. And I think that goes for a lot of ECW guys, but I think they very, you know, they lend themselves to each other very well. That's the best comparison I think that I can make. And again, this is my view, but that's what I think of. Like that, when I'm comparing, that's what I think of. I can agree with that. Yeah, I like that. Okay, thanks, Dallas. So yeah. on the October 23rd Monday Night War ratings, Raw got a 2.6. Nitro got a 2.2. All right, Raw wins so, again. Battle Royals, they can definitely bring in a crowd. Uh, let's go to some house show notes. There's one. It took place in Vancouver, British Columbia on October 28th, 1995, and it featured the following matches. Barry Horowitz defeating Skip. Hakushi defeated Red Radford. WWF Women's Champion Alunja Blaze defeated Bertha Faye. Psycho Sid defeated Bam Bam Bigelow. WWF World Champion Diesel retained over Yokozuna. Owen Hart defeated Fatu. Goldust was victorious over 1-2-3-Kid. And in your main event, the WWF Intercontinental Champion Razor Ramon retained against the British Bulldog. Oh, damn it. Listen, first half of the card, I was out. There's no fucking way I'm buying a ticket. I hate to admit it, the second half of the card kind of brought me back in the door a little bit. I was going to say, I didn't think it sounded that bad, actually. And it's mixed up. Like, it's not the same guys versus the same guys. And that tends to bring us back into the building a lot of the time when we see that. And I think it's happening here. I'm going to say I'm going to go to that show. I'd go. I'm going to go, too. I guess the first time in a long time that... All three of us have said, we're going to go to this WWF house show. Oh, all three of us for sure, yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, let's get into the Monday Night Raw, October 30th, 1995. Uh, The runtime looks to be longer than usual here. 46 minutes and 29 seconds. Here is the rundown, uh, the little description here on the network. Goldust debuts on Raw against Savio Vega. In light of recent events surrounding the WWF championship picture Jim Cornette introduces legal counsel for his client the British Bulldog plus Marty Jannetty is in singles competition Razor Ramon defends his intercontinental championship and much more meanwhile for WCW Nitro which Dallas has said is a uh, not a great show I don't know what just happened here okay I didn't think it was good Okay, so this is the description for this. On this episode of WCW Monday Nitro, the shocking events from Halloween Havoc are revealed. Mean Gene Okerlund interviews the reformed Four Horsemen. 
Lex Luger teams with a new ally, Meng, to take on the American males, plus Eddie Guerrero, Scott Norton, and Sabu in action, and much more. Mm. That looks like a train wreck of a show. <laughs> sure. Dude, yeah, man. there's a lot going on there. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's that's something. A little weird. Uh, all right, so I'm going to count down from five, and then uh, when I say play, if you want to watch Raw, uh, that's when you want to hit play there. And then when it's 10 seconds in, I will then say, hey, press play again if you're watching uh, Nitro to see kind of comparing it. So, all right, put the rule book lit away here, Bob. Let's go. I'm Hey, I did that pretty quickly compared to Dale's. Uh, so I'm going to count down from five, and then we're going to get this on the road. Here we go. Five, four, three, two, one play uh, let's see hopefully I, when i started last week's episode i was like 20 seconds ahead so hopefully we're not yeah there. well you tend to always do that i'm never on the same page as you. and then you want to press play right now for nitro Ooh, look at this spooky wwf pumpkin i'm fucking scared is this dungeon of doom holy shit is this todd patton cow yeah it is we were just bitching about not seeing him well it's good i'm glad he's back He's talking like Dracula right now, by the way. No, Austin can't hear it. Screaming as Owen is holding onto the ropes. At, for me, like Halloween and pro wrestling is like peanut butter and jelly. It's always so good. Yeah, it's good. Todd Pengel is talking like he's Count Chocula. <laughs> I say Dracula. Bob says Count Chocula. So you see the difference between the two of us right there. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking old and lame, you piece of shit. <laughs> well, I do like Count Chocula. I'm not not. I was just gonna say, don't let Dallas fool you. This dude's a fucking huge mark for the Halloween serials, specifically Count Chocula. Oh yeah, Mo- yeah. I'd say out of all of them, definitely. I'm a Booberries guy myself, but or uh, Frankenberry. I'm sorry, Frankenberry. Oh, Frankenberry's last for me. Really? Yeah, I like the the Booberry. Like the marshmallows have more of a punch of flavor to them than Frankenberry does. I would agree with you there, and that's why. That's why that's where it is for me. Hmm. Okay. It's bullshit. You can't buy those cereals all year round, by the way. No, but if you do buy a box around Halloween, uh, I believe the it says Best Buy is like March. So you have a couple months to eat it if you want to save it. That's true. And I have done that. And I ate it in like February. And I'm like, <laughs> yep, still good. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Now, can we talk about the positives here? Over on Nitro, Mongo's dog is dressed up like a witch. That I'm popping for. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm disappointed we're not seeing that. Special Halloween edition. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Is that what Jerry wears, like, to the school? <laughs> he's like, I'm the uh, the nurse for the day. Hello. I was going to say, he's really ahead of his game here wearing the uh, medical mask. He must have known something was up. That's true. Vince's costume's fucking horrible. I think I he's like got he, it on backwards. I, I was just about to say that, dude. The tie yeah, should be in the like back, Vince. All right, we got uh, Sabio coming out. So Vince is dressed like a, I guess, what, a prison inmate with the stripes? Yeah. And then uh, Jerry Lawler is dressed as a, you know, nurse or doctor, whatever, whatever floats your boat here. Uh, Savio is dressed as Savio Vega. So no real differences there. 
Oh my god. <laughs> oh, the Spanish announced team has gone all out here with Hugo Savinovich as a devil with a horn hat and fucking spiked little poker thing. And uh, the other guy is full on vampire. With the blood, the teeth, the cape. Very yeah. well done. Yeah, they really killed it there. I don't think it's Carlos Cabrera at this time, is it? Okay, I think Sa- it is. Savio oh. has nothing shaved in the back of his head, so that's disappointing, but that's okay. Listen, I like the little pumpkin logo that's flickering in the corner, too. Yeah, that's not bad. Here we go, guys. Goldust debut. Keep an eye out. Keep an the eye gold, out. The gold confetti falling from the ceiling is a pretty nice touch. I'm a big fan of that. It is, yes. And I even like the, the paparazzi flashing of the lights, and really that's the only yeah. lights you get. Yeah, I do. I think it's kind of cool. And at first I didn't get it, I feel like, in your house, but like it makes sense, and I, I'm into it. Well, it's definitely maybe a little too dark for as much as he's really doing for his entrance gear. I mean, I, you, I wish you could get a little bit more of that, but I think the theming of it, the overall theming is very good. Well, we need, we need this kind of light, like that yellow light. Yes. Like mm-hmm. dim. It's still very dim. And if they had the flashes, it'd still go, come across really good. Yeah. All right. So I, I would like to point out, he is wearing the same gloves. It does appear to, as he had at yes. his house. Yeah. And over on Nitro, it's quite the match. Eddie Guerrero and what's his name? Sergeant Sergeant Pittman. Oh, Sergeant no. Craig Pittman, yeah. Craig Pittman. Eddie's getting screwed over on the other channel. Well, I hope Eddie doesn't actually lose. That'd be horrible. Um, also, much to Dallas's point here, it looks like Goldust's face paint is the same. We haven't yeah. really added anything there. He's getting a long entrance here. I feel like at the well, paper, he, like he took his time getting to the ring. Yeah. Well, I feel like at the pay per view, didn't he start kicking the guy immediately? Like he didn't waste time on Gennetti. Yeah, no. he like, threw his wig at him, didn't he? Something. No, he's okay. He's kind of doing it here too. Yeah, he did like the same thing. Okay, so, so yeah, it looks uh, pretty much pretty exactly much. the same. Uh, which I think is expected if this is taped yeah. the night after in your house. Well, so here's my thing. I'm thinking that if they're going to make adjustments, it would be after this taping sequence. You know, I know it's they, coming. Because they get like the actual you know, TV visual and see what yeah. works and what doesn't work. It's coming. I, I'm just I'm glad maybe I was ahead of the eight ball instead of behind it. But it's coming. Yeah. I just like the Goldust character because it's so different compared to... Everything is this? Are his ears black? Yeah, they uh, were at the pay per view. Were they? Yeah. Okay. That's one of the things I noted that I didn't like because I didn't understand it. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly kind of weird. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he, does he does he just need some sequins or something? Like I don't know. It's, it's just it. It feels unfinished. It feels like they yeah. took the costume and the look out of wardrobe and was like, "Hey, we're not ready to do this quite yet, but like, it's too late. We got to go." That's what I don't like, and I think that's is is what's gonna throw them off and probably make some subtle changes. Yeah, I think you have to. I mean, it's it looks it still to me looks low rent, even like 100%. his vignettes and stuff. It looks low rent, and I don't like that. 
Well, if you look at the vignettes, dude is shiny. His blazer was shiny. His hat. He comes out and his outfit is not shiny. Yeah. Yeah, it feels very uh, just budget, budget quality. He but, is know, looking more impressive, though, I would say, than he did at the pay-per-view. I mean, he's not jobbing the fuck out. I feel like it's a little early to tell just yet, but he's definitely not getting beat down as much as he was in the beginning of the match, I feel like, at In Your House. Right. But, you know, bouncing off what Bob said a few minutes ago, what I like about Goldust, too, is it is so different. He's not a fucking karate master. He's not, you know, a, a rip-off. He's not, right. yeah, he's like... He's gold dust. And like, yeah. what is that? It's refreshing. Uh, it really is. It's refreshing. It's not a cartoon character. It's something unique. And that's what I like well, about well, it. Well, it's kind of a cartoon character, but it feels new. It doesn't. Okay. It's not fucking Papa Shango, which we've seen 10,000 times. Look at oh, this. Whoa. Wow. Shit. Gold dust has a com- <laughs> almost a complete row of fans that have totally painted their face and wearing a wig. That was pretty good. That's funny. So something's working. Oh, then again, it's the Halloween episode, so maybe. Oh, that's a good point. The fans got dressed up in between. How do we feel about Savio potentially being a uh, a sacrifice to Goldust? I, I think it kind of Goldust credibility. Yeah, it sucks for Savio, but like, where's his steam kind of been really since he almost sort of was maybe going to win King of the Ring. Like, he kind of lost a lot of steam anyways. Well, they never really followed up on it. I think that the next night he fought Jarrett, right, for the IC title. But then after that, it's been nothing. Well, that, that's what I mean. So that's why I feel like I don't mind it too much. Well, and remember at that show, we we thought he should have won the strap, and he didn't. Yeah. So I, I, for sure I think between should. that and them distancing him way away from Ramon, you know, has really kind of hurt him. Oh, that's right, because he came in as his best bud, and then they've had they, no they, Yeah, they were tagging and everything. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's definitely noticeable. But even if Gold, you know, Gold Dust picks up a clean victory here, I, I don't think it's that big a deal. I think it only helps Gold Dust and doesn't really hurt Savio. Yeah. The crowd is rallying behind Savio Vega. Tucks a clothesline and he hits a leaping crossbody for a two count. I still think that Savio doesn't get the credit he deserves. Uh, well, which is really funny because we trashed him when he was Quang, but that was him playing a character that just wasn't for him. Well, and, and not only that, it was again a ripoff gimmick. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Well, even contributions to the business and stuff, though, I, I feel like Savio's not brought up enough. Well, yeah, I mean, he's still wrestling today, even, which is nuts. Oh, yeah. Well, doesn't he own, um, does he own World Wrestling Council or what? Uh, I don't think he owns it, no. Oh. He, he, yeah, might, he, he might book he, it or something, but I don't think he owns it. Yeah, needless to say, Savio's still a, a major player over in Puerto Rico, so. Yeah. Savio's selling the left arm on his comeback here. Gold is begging off. Oh, 
No, can't kick to the gut. Uh, what is going on on, nit- on Nitro here? People are brawling. Um, well, uh, yeah, that was shown from last week. Eddie Guerrero just won his match, and it looks like we're about to have a match potentially between Shark and... Um, oh, I'm having a blank. I blanked. I can't remember who he's about to fight. What did Gold Dust just get the pin off of? Is it a clothesline? I think so. See, that's another thing that, that finish. He doesn't have like, yeah, a finishing move. I was gonna say that's another thing that just feels half baked. He doesn't even have a finishing move. I don't know. I don't see. For me, that ruins it again. I don't like that. It doesn't feel strong. I don't know. Uh, it's Scott Norton and Shark. Scott Norton, yeah. Well, you'll remember that on Nitro that like Norton or Shark got knocked out onto Norton and he lost his match to Savage or whatever. Oh my god! Yellow drop. Look at Doc Hendricks. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know what that's even supposed to be. Well, hey, do you guys you guys want to do Halloween? Well, here, I'm between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Are you ready for Survivor Series? You want a karate fighter? Well, we got Avatar. You want Quang back? Too bad. We got Avatar. <laughs> here, you want me to play this fucking keyboard? No, I'm not going to do that. Bad Street USA is gone, brother. Let's go. <laughs> Never mind. I was the first guy with entrance music. Eat your heart out, Hulk Hogan. You were nothing before me, but we're not talking about me. We're talking about the cardboard cutouts behind me, baby. Twenty-five ninety-nine plus shipping and handling. So Doc is announcing that Brett and Diesel at Survivor Series is no disqualification, no count out. There must be a winner. There's a shoving match going on. What is he talking about? Oh my god, it's one, two, three, kid and razor <laughs> arguing again. No, he's keeping him keeping him cool. I think he's saying that there was a shoving match going on between Ramon and Owen backstage. What is this? Hakushi and Barry Horowitz. They're the best of friends. Hakushi needs to run away from this company as fast as humanly fucking possible. Karate Fighter? They're gonna settle this with Karate oh Fighter. My god. Yes, uh, fight to me. Is Takushi really even playing? It doesn't even look like he's playing it. Come on, Barry. Yeah, he's dude. Doing... I'm telling you, those were fun as fuck. You need to buy some. Yeah, I know, I do. Barry Horowitz wins. Like, look, look at all the leg swings. Boom, gone. It's the only match Barry Horowitz can win at this point, I think. Look at the handshaking. Look at how fun those look. Come on. I didn't have anybody to play them with me, but I still had them. I just played with myself. Well, you have someone now, so. Yeah, that's true. Here comes Marty Jane again. Putting his hands out, nobody slapping his hand. No. Oh, he's got a job match. Who is he wrestling against? That looks like fucking Bob Holly in there. What the fuck? Joe Joe Dorgan. Okay. I like how Jenny's still using the 1987 rockers music. (laughs) 
You're goddamn right he is, buddy. <laughs> He's still wearing the fucking 1987 gimmick. Look at him. Uh, I would say this is worse than the 87, like 88 rocker stuff. You would have to explain to Marty that he got through, thrown through a window because he probably don't know. Tails, does this guy not look like Johnny Swinger to you? Um, yeah, he definitely does look like Johnny is Swinger, it, man. Is it Johnny Swinger just under a different name? Well, let's look. They said his name was Joe Dorgan. That might be fucking Johnny Swinger. Uh, it is. I think it, it is Johnny Swinger. It is, in fact, Johnny Swinger. So Okay. That's pretty interesting. Wow. wow, guys. Yeah, Johnny Swingin'. Uh, well, the Johnny swing Swinger, thing. he was in, I believe he was in ECW, correct? And then. Well, he, not at this point. Well, not at this point, no, but he eventually would be in ECW, wrestled in TNA, and he's in, currently in Impact Wrestling right now. You know who else was in he also ECW? Wrestled for WCW. Oh. You know who else was in ECW? Ezekiel Jackson. Oh my god. Well, I mean you're right. Vladimir so, Kozlov. So suck it, both of you. Sylvester Torque. You're goddamn right. Well, hey, Tony Schiavone's on Nitro now. And it might be his first Nitro appearance. I cannot remember, but Oh wow, I don't know. That's a good question. These guys are slogging it out here. Clothesline in the corner by Janetti. Looks like Shivani's kind of telling us what happened at Halloween Havoc. This Joe Dorgan's really overselling shit, and I don't like it. I'm surprised that his tights. Does that say Hot Rod? Hot Bod. Hot, 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 hot. Yeah. Telling you, said Hot Rod. That'd be weird. Telling you, I still. You guys know my gimmick. I want to do if I'm if I'm going pro. You know my gimmick. Yeah, so over on Nitro, they're showing that essentially Ric Flair turned on Sting uh, Halloween Havoc last night. Shocker. And that is where he is reforming the Horseman with Arn Anderson and Pillman. I wish I could say I'm surprised. Rick you just Flair got the rocker dropper Sting, for but... the uh, finish over on Raw. Yeah, Ric Flair has turned on Sting about 38 times. Uh, I'd say that was a shit match for Janetti there. I don't know. What about you guys? That was all right. What is this? Bret Hart and Hakushi now. Are they having a karate fighter match or what? No, they're about to team up. What? Oh, Lord. Yeah, they Bret used to be Hakushi rivals. against Jerry Lawler and Dr. Isaac Yankin. Oh, God. No. Cavity creeps. Janetti? Oh, and Bulldog. Okay. Okay. That's going to be right. the blind lead in the blind, but I'm You're telling there. me. So next week, it's fucking Bulldog and Janetti. That's Janetti's third match on this on this TV taping. Right. They're He's trying in the to Battle Royal, and then this week, and then also now against Bulldog. That's crazy. Look at Vince in the ring trying to interview Bulldog and Jim Cornette in the jail <laughs> outfit. <laughs> 
Yeah, you should have got five to ten for what happened the last in your house. You would not come in the hot tub with me and my wife, Stacy. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, you don't want to talk about what happened in your house, Vince? Well, I'm not going to talk about what happened at my house unless you're going to come in. Then I'll get you a push. <laughs> I like how Bulldog is just flexing. because He's, he's no- just no-selling the whole interview. He has no idea what to do. Well, he's confused because Vince is dressed like a jailbird. He doesn't fucking know what's going on. He probably well, so, doesn't even know it's Halloween. <laughs> well, so it's interesting. So we're interviewing Arn Anderson, Ric Flair, and Brian, Brian Pillman on uh, Nitro. And on here, we're interviewing Jim Cornette and British Bulldog. It's kind of interesting how that lines up as we're both doing interviews. Right. Yeah. Do you think Bulldog's going to say one fucking thing this whole time? Well, let me tell you something, Mr. McMahon. I'm bizarre. So oh, He's going to chime in. He's like, McMahon, I didn't know that Diana was a professional wrestler. She beat Savio Vega tonight. And Vince is going to be like, that wasn't Diana, Bulldog. And he's like, what? I thought that was Diana. I got a hand job in the backstage from her. He's going to be like, he's gonna be like no, that's... That's Goldust. That's a that's a guy. He's gonna be like, what the what? My, oh, fuck my, it. I liked it anyway. Fuck, fuck it. I'm bizarre. I'm questioning myself. I'm questioning my sexuality. He's. I like he's that every time Jim's on, Dallas brings up the hot tub shit. <laughs> well, every time. Well, well, it's like uh, every time that he does uh, a Ric Flair promo, it's always about Don't Brian Knobs' asshole. Don't say it. No, Don't. we only talk about that on the bonus episode. Oh, right. Stop. Don't say right. it. Right. Don't you even have... get this dude going right I'm now. not going to. There's not a Ric Flair promo. Those are only for those bonus episodes. There's a Ric Flair promo right now on Nitro. What are you talking about? Wow. No, no, no. That's, that's you right. see these. You see these four fingers? That's Clarence Mason. I know Rickler's tan, but that's Clarence Mason in the ring. That's right. Look at Vince right now. Can you please look at him? It's weird because, you know, he almost was in a jail outfit after that steroid trial. Well, that's why he's wearing it. I like that nobody else is in a costume but him. Well, and Jerry Lawler. Yeah, but like in this shot right now, it just looks like Vince is in a jail outfit for no reason. That's true. Fuck this guy. They were like, hey, remember when that OJ trial was a big deal? Let's get a black lawyer on the TV. That's that's 100% what they're doing. Let's push that and get people mad. Jeez. Okay. So Clarence Mason's basically saying that he's reviewing the the footage of uh, what happened in your house. He's probably going to try to get Bulldog a title match again. Well, that does uh, seem like what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm surprised to see Sabu on uh, Nitro. I thought he was done after Halloween Havoc. Yeah, it was pretty interesting that he's still being kind of featured, really. I'm hearing a lot of ECW names over on the other channel these days. Well, I think WCW is really uh, the f- the first of the two companies to bring in a lot of ECW guys. Yeah, they're they're 
sticking it to Paul. Are you fucking kidding me? Sabu is wrestling Disco Inferno. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's awesome. We're still getting this uh, Clarence Mason trio fucking promo here on Raw. What is he talking about? So, uh, well, Clarence is saying that right now that British Bulldog should get a match against Bret Hart because if it wasn't for Bret, he'd be the world champion. Which we all know is not true. Right. I just got one more thing to say. (laughs) What's going to happen is you're going to come home with me and if you don't get in that fucking hot tub, I'm going to kick your ass. And Bulldog here, he's going to be mad and I'm going to sue you. That's it. You're going to hear from my lawyers. Clarence Mason. How many managers does Bulldog need? He's got Fuji, Cornette, Clarence Mason. Like, what the fuck? Dallas, they got rid of the In Your House logo for Shawn Michaels picture, by the way. Yeah, look at that. Yeah, they did. You you know they saw that next week and they were like, God, fuck. Yeah, Vince McMahon probably flipped out. That yeah, that did look horrible. Holy shit, that's so funny. Still, Clarence Mason's gonna look into the uh, wild card match, and if that's even legal. Yeah, what about the match next week with Marie Janetti versus Bulldog? What's gonna happen? Is Bulldog gonna be able to beat Janetti? There's like eight different plot points that they're fucking talking about right now. I know. Talk about Diesel, Brett, the wildcard match, Marty Chinetti, uh, Goldust being Diana, and you got tricked into that. How does that make you feel? <laughs> uh, how about we talk about the Royal That's Rumble? Right. What do you think you're going to do at WrestleMania this year? I don't know. Where's SummerSlam located? I don't know. We'll talk about that, too. Who fucking knows? Now, just because Vince has me out here explaining every angle I'm a part of in a very contrived sort of way doesn't mean that you should ignore this promo. As a matter of fact... Marty Gennetti's running down Marty the rampway right now. Oh, he dropkicked oh. him right in the head. Right from behind. Cornette missing a tennis racket shot. And then sells it like a fucking moron. Well, it's Cornette for you. Back elbow. Cornette bumps for that, too, and he rolls to the floor. If Cornette doesn't have... Look, the- no, look at this <laughs> shit. Clarence Mason no-selling it. He's just like, fuck you, Marty Gennetti. I'm not afraid of you. He's like... Yeah, he's like calling his bluff. Yeah. Just staring at him blankly. Now he's begging off, like, chill, dude. It's okay. Don't do it. Marty, you're going to need a lawyer in like 20 years when you're trying to say you want to bang your daughter. And then there's a dead body that you killed at a bowling alley. You're going to need me. (laughs) Well, that that part for sure, yeah. A dead body that you killed. That one literally got like investigations going. Like That was really bad. Yeah, that was not good. Oh, oh, he scared him. Guys, uh, I just want to give you an update on the air fryer situation. Oh. Uh, we got one. Yeah. I have. I just got one, too. And we've made two batches of fried pickles so far, and fucking A, they've been good. Yeah. So dude. what... Oh, here comes the tag champion smoking guns. Shit, yeah, uh, okay. What did you... So what do you do for that? Uh, it's very simple. The air fryer is very easy to use and very easy to clean. 
Um, literally, it's flour, it's breadcrumb and egg, a little cayenne pepper. You just coat the pickles, you cut them up, throw them in. They take about 12, 15 minutes, not even. 12 minutes, and uh, they're ready to go. Nice. Wow. Yeah, we haven't done that yet, but we need to. We did flip them. We did 12 minutes, we flipped them, and then threw them in for another two, three minutes. But you didn't really need to. They were really good. Well, yeah, they're kind of, it's a, it's a great appliance. I was surprised how easy it is to use and clean. Like, I couldn't believe it. I feel like ours is kind of a pain in the ass, but like, it's not bad. No, ours is really nice. And I say pain in the ass because I just don't like cleaning dishes, so. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, Tonight after the podcast, we're doing fried ravioli, which I'm very excited about. Oh, wow. Um, But yeah. Yeah, I want to uh, very excited about the old. Who are these bozos of the smoking guns or Rosalind? They're very out of shape. Oh, I think we've seen the guy on the apron before. I think we've seen this guy coming in here. I don't think he wore a singlet before, but I'm pretty sure we've seen him. I don't know. One, no, two, three. Kids. Yeah, backstage here to talk about God knows what. I just want to say one thing to you guys, Mr. Guns. Um, <laughs> I, I really can't wait to get in the ring and have some friendly competition. And I want to let mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to, we're going to get those titles and I, I'm going to do it as pleasant and as nice as I can. Okay, Guns. <laughs> so I appreciate everything you guys have done for this tag division. Uh, Mr. Bart and Mr. Billy, uh, appreciate everything. You guys are really great. But it's just time. It's time for me to... I'm just going to borrow them. I'm just going to lend them. Okay. So 123K was just saying that if they're really uh, champions, that they'll give him and Razor another shot. And they'll do it real soon. I like that Razor's being dragged into this. He's probably backstage <laughs> like, dude, no, I'm not your partner. Shut dude, up. I, I have a different title now. I don't need to do right. this. Yeah. I'm already a champion, Chico. Speaking of champions, the champions need to put these two assholes away and quick. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised this is continuing on. Billy looks like the kid from Home Improvement a little bit. Yeah. Like the old the oldest son? Yeah, with that haircut. Yeah. You got these two in. They're tripping over their own feet here. Double clothesline by Bart. Way to go, Bart. I Mr. Bart Gun. I wish Bart and Billy would have stuck together a little bit longer, personally. Boom. Nailed it. Got it. Sidewinder on Otis. One, (laughs) two, and three. Smoky Guns with the win. Looking good, man. Meanwhile, on Nitro, we have the American Males taking on Luger and Meng. I won't make the same mistake in saying that Marcus Alexander Bagwell is a star. So, Rory, if you're listening, wrestling 20 years ago, Bagwell's not a star. Let me back on the show. Thank you. Hey, however, the American Males have a really great theme song. American Males. American Males. Oh, Bret Hart, who has a heart behind him. That's kind of cool. 
You got one shot, bro. I'm still considering buying the Bret Hart hockey jersey that he was wearing two weeks ago. You said it was a size small. No, I found one that's my size. How how much? It's like sixty bucks. Okay, you should probably buy that then. Yeah, yeah. you know Dallas is a size small. Uh, I prefer medium, but Bret Hart. You, you Dallas isn't really a Bret Hart guy, though. Yeah. What'd you say? Could could you fit into a small Dallas? Um, I could, but not comfortably. I I prefer I prefer a medium. No, I was just saying Dallas isn't really a Bret Hart guy. I like Bret Hart. I'd buy a Bret Hart shirt. Dallas, you need to you need to get a small. That way, you would look like Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh my, oh god. my god! With the belly sticking out. <laughs> I don't know if it'd be that bad, but no, geez. I don't think it'd be that would bad. be me, dude. I'm telling you, I'm fucking Carl. My stomach sticks out on an XL. <laughs> I like kidding. Well, here comes Owen Hart. Oh yeah, so this is for the Intercontinental Championship. If we haven't had enough Jim Cornette, well, he's here again. Gotta love it. I'm so excited that Jim Cornette's out here again. Oh, there's this fucking bozo trying to sell us replica IC titles and world titles. Those freaking. Pieces are shit. Horrible yeah. quality belts you can get for $399 on ShopTV. So, so bad. Oh my they God. look nothing like what they're supposed to look like. Well, that one in particular doesn't. No. I don't understand why it doesn't. It's so weird. You know what? If I were them, I would just go to the store and buy like the WCW replica belts and then just put my logo on it and be like, here you go. <laughs> um, I I do think the eight by tens are really cool that he sold long though. Yeah, you'd probably pay like forty bucks for a signature, wouldn't you? Yeah, I probably would. Yeah. I've met both of them already though, so I don't need one. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. All there. Oh, my Undertaker. Do you prefer Percy Pringle or do you prefer Paul Bear? Uh, Paul Bear. Yeah, Paul Bear. <laughs> We've recently uh, seen Percy Pringle in uh, TNA. And it's pretty brutal. Yeah, it's here's, here's the thing. Okay. Paul Bear is over the top. But Percival Pringle the third. It's way over the fucking top. Well, we're not even talking about like that version. What yeah, you need to do, yeah. uh, honestly, is you got to go out of your way and watch. I don't care. Maybe Dallas will know. But there's a weekly pay-per-view of TNA where uh, Percy Pringle blades. And it's like he's a bleeding what? pig. It's, it's disgusting. It's absolutely yeah, disgusting. Wow. It's probably like 28, pay-per-view 28 or something. If I had to guess a number without knowing. Yeah, I but... no idea. Hmm. Ramon clotheslines Owen over the top. He's not taking the IC belt off yet. I don't like the white leather strap. Do you? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know, man. Like, I'm really split. Like, sometimes I like it and sometimes I don't. Like, by itself, I don't mind it. But, like, when you look at a collection of a company's titles, I don't like when one sticks out that bad. Right. Yeah. I like Ramon was wearing his purple gear. Yeah, I like that a lot. I don't even like it when, like, 
Warrior would win the actual championship and then would have like a light blue leather strap or like was a it, yellow one. I was going to say it was yellow. Was that the world? I think that was his world, wasn't it? Or was it the IC? I think it was the IC. I think you're right. It was the yellow strap. Yeah, but, the IC was yellow. Yeah, but I don't like when I don't like that. I don't think the belt should be customized by the guy carrying it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, I don't like that. It'd be like if you were in a different sport, right, and you won a gold medal. And the next year, you were like the defending gold medalist. And you brought the gold medal, and it had like, I don't know, rhinestones and shit on it. Like, what the fuck? Why are you doing that? Yeah. I, don't, I think it takes away from it. I don't know. I'm oh, probably okay. overthinking it. But. For the latest medical update on the former Intercontinental Champion, Sean Michaels. Jesus. Call the WWF Superstar Line. Option six. Option and six? Jesus. So it's just waiting to get to option six is going to cost you about $9. No, it says that it doesn't charge until you get pick an option. Uh, yeah, but if, if this is the option that you're promoting live on Raw, and it's option six, what is one through five? Oh. You just killed Owen Hart right there. Slamming him down. Welcome to the hotline. Option one is the winning lottery numbers for uh, this this month's Powerball. Go ahead and press one for option one. <laughs> it's like, what else could be the five other options that was like coming before Shawn Michaels' health update here? Owen, Owen coming has... off the ropes with a right hand to the face by Ramon. Now, these guys, as you'll remember, rustled back in January. Yeah, Owen hasn't mounted a lot of offense here, though. No. Yeah, no. And listen, I've decided the pumpkin in the corner, I keep looking at it because it's flickering. I like that it's a pumpkin, but it's it's distracting me. I like that it's distracting. As stupid as that sounds, I like it. I like looking at it. Yes, I have advice for you. Just put your thumb over it, and then it's not it's not distracting anymore. Oh, I can't do that. I gotta take screenshots. I like that they're staying that committed, that it's a flickering pumpkin. <laughs> it's flickering the entire show. Yeah, I like that. Follow away slam oh. by Ramon. Oh, punching Cornette. Cornette's getting his butt kicked tonight. Dude, the, yeah, these recordings, Cornette's taking a lot of bumps. I'm surprised he's even out there considering the attack he took from Janetti. Yeah. Oh no! Oh, See, what did I tell you? This whole wild card thing—it's going to lead to have all this shit coming out. Oh, I, I wonder it. if we get Ahmed Johnson tonight. Oh, that'd be now that'd be cool. However, Fuji literally does nothing. He should have just came out alone. <sighs> what the fuck? You know what's really sad is I kind of walk like Mister Fuji. <laughs> well, you are about the same age. Yeah, but like my, my feet 
or like my, my heels have been killing me. So I've been walking like side to side and real slow. So mm. like Mr. Fuji. Uh, needless to say, Fuji and Yokozuna have appeared at ringside here as we come back oh, from commercial break. God, I thought he just dropped him on his head. Oh, he dropped him on his arm behind his back, though. Yeah, but the way his head like almost landed on the mat there. Oh, it's like my arm, my arm. Yeah, like a hit. Oh, okay. Oh, he slapped a Ramon during the commercial. You're damn right, he did. This is so like why wouldn't he just move his arm there. when he got slammed like that? Well, over on Nitro, the main event has ended, and now we're seeing a flashback from Halloween Havoc where Jimmy Hart has turned on Hulk Hogan. The main event has ended. How what time? How much time is left on that show? Uh, five-ish minutes. The last I looked. Yeah, yeah same here. I haven't even looked over to Nitro really at all. No, you haven't missed a whole lot. Let's just leave well, it at that. I have it like halfway on the screen, and that's why I didn't really go over there because it's like I don't care about Luger and Meng teaming up against the American Males. Why the hell no, do I watch dude. that? That's a bad main event. But they are showing Giant holding Hogan now in his Hollywood gear, essentially with lightning Ooh, tights. That's literally what it is. Yeah, it's weird. Ramon Hart just baseball slid into Razor Ramon, and he hit his mouth on the railing. He's probably. Where's that? Where's uh, Isaac Yankum? Get him out there. Owen Hart's got a great baseball slide. Remember the one, two, three kid baseball slide? How he fucking pummeled him with it? No, that was a suicide dive. <gasps> you sure? It's yeah. the Yeti. I don't know, dude. I remember a really good baseball slide Owen Hart did that killed a guy, basically. I the thought it was one, one of king, The one at the King of the Ring was a suicide dive. I'm pretty sure. Missile dropkick, but oh, Razor Ramon kicks out. We've got Hulk Hogan getting double teamed at Halloween Havoc. Can't wait to watch that one. No. Literally getting humped. Yeah, I was going to say, he's humping him. They ain't double teaming nothing, dude. It's. Is Brian. Wait, somebody's getting out? humped on. Yeah, the when the Yeti comes out, or Yeti, uh, he, he essentially humps Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Oh. That's some good shit. Luger. Well, what the fuck? Has Luger turned heel? He's got the torture rack on Hogan. Yeah. Is he part of the Dungeon of Doom now? Well, that's not official, but... Well, let's, well, what the hell? Giants the WWE World Champion? No. He stole it. No. What the so fuck? now we're back on Nitro. It's Tony Schiavone in the ring. My God, I don't know what's with going on with that. Taskmaster, WCW. Giant, Jimmy Hart. And Sullivan Jim goes, Shart. I, I knew there was evil in him. And Jimmy Hart does his like, ha, 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 laugh. And it's like, oh, wow, that was fucking evil. Jimmy Hart drives me nuts. Jimmy Hart is a heel in, with like Kevin Sullivan. This is the stupidest shit I ever saw. And I haven't even watched the show it happened on yet. Yeah. Owen Hart whipping Razor. Oh, I knew it. Spinning heel kick. You can see that coming a mile away. Ramon's knocked out. Can Owen win the belt? One, two, no. What's our time check on Raw here? Forty. We got forty-two thirty. Just gonna say we got to be coming down to the wire here. Yeah, less than uh, four minutes left in the show. Come on, Owen. Nope. 
Counters backdrop Owen with a neck breaker on Razor. Now he's going up to the top row pretty quickly here. Fuji's like, yeah, you're good. Go get him. What's he gonna do? Elbow drop. That was a nice elbow drop. Yeah, it was. One, two. Ramon powers out. Owen can't believe it. We're going to commercial. We go to commercial, and then we have an ad. Perfect. And what is this? Oh, the World Tour de Force. We're going to Cincinnati, <laughs> which uh, Bowling someone, Green, Kentucky. Someone on uh, Twitter told us a pretty fun story about them uh, to, uh, going to one of these tours. Oh, that's right. I think that was Stevie. Steve, that's who I thought it was as well. So that yeah. that was fun. I, that was cool that he shared that with us. We're back to a headlock. Oh, wait, this is a replay. Okay, so we're going oh, okay. to back suplex. Now we're back live, and they are both laid out. Yokozuna's not blinking. I don't know what's going on. No. Ramon with a dramatic kick out. Did he just kick out after hitting a back suplex on Owen, and then Owen pinned him after that? That's weird. <laughs> it's reverse psychology. <laughs> Makes no sense. Ramon hammering away on Owen with some more right hands. The ever slow discus right hand to drop Owen. And Nitro has gone off the air now. Oh, that's an early cutoff. Well, remember last week, Nitro ran later than Raw did. Yeah, but this is like two minutes left. Yeah. That's crazy. Vince just cheered as if. Razor just won with that, that like move there. Short arm clothesline, kind of there, but what is this? Oh, okay, I guess we're going to another commercial. Razor's got the Razor's Edge, but here comes Yokozuna. Oh, very my God. slowly. He struggled Come over the middle on. of the road. Okay, that was dumb. Yoko closing Razor Ramon after pulling Owen out of the Razor's Edge, and that's a disqualification. Is he going to light drop him? Yeah, he is. Here you go. And there you go. 641 pounds on the leg drop by Yoko. Mind you, 641. He started at 500. Exactly what we said. That's right. What's it? Here comes one, two, three, kid. Making the save for his best friend, Razor Ramon. Go get him, kid. I don't know if that's what he was wearing in that little video they decided to show us of him, but whatever. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was purple. Okay, I thought so. So, oh god, one, two, three, kid just got killed with a leg drop. He's flopping around like a dead fish. Maybe we won't see him. Ahmed Johnson, oh, it's shit. Ahmed fucking Johnson. This is the first time we've seen him on Raw, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it sure is. Wow, Ahmed at this time in '95 actually has a knack. Yeah, holy shit. All right, well, Ahmed Johnson just fucking scoop slammed Yokozuna. He was not a hip toss like Lex Luger. He's going nuts, dude. Ahmed Johnson's fucking fired up. Oh, Bulldog oh, running. Bulldog. Yeah, tried to uh, catch Ahmed Johnson on his back, but uh, Ahmed <laughs> facing right off with him. Did you see his tongue? Yeah, sticking it out. Like, yeah, I'm ready, Bulldog. Uh, so they've injected Ahmed Johnson as a major player, it seems like. Yeah, which I find really interesting yeah. because we haven't even seen him 
And usually yeah. they usually they do weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of job matches. Like Hunter Helmsley is still doing. Yeah. Uh, and then this guy's coming in and he's already facing off with British Bulldog, who two weeks ago just fought for the world title. <laughs> yeah. And everyone else in that match is arguably some of the biggest stars that they have. So that's a pretty big deal. And mind I'm all, you, I'm all for it. I think I'm at Johnson being inserted in the main event scene freshens it up because it's really been the same mm-hmm. four dudes all year. Yeah, I agree. Well, and keep in mind too, Ahmed Johnson, not only is he a fresh face, but he's untested. This isn't a WCW dude who's come over with a name and now he's in the main event scene. Ahmed Johnson's coming out of freaking nowhere. That's so it's definitely an interesting dynamic and one we really haven't quite seen yet. I mean, the closest comparison I think you can make is Diesel, but even he started off as a bodyguard, having lower-level matches, and eventually getting to the title quicker than normal. But for a guy to come right in, interfere after the main event of a Raw, and like Dallas said, square off with Bulldog, who two weeks ago fought for the, the championship, I mean, I think that's that's pretty pretty big for the guy. So, I don't know. Hopefully, they'll capitalize on it, and we will see some fresh new matchups with Ahmed. I'm down for it. You know, hey, you never know what's going to happen. It's Ahmed no, I, Johnson. Well, and he looks like a badass, so I think right. it'll be fun. Right. Uh, yo, Bob, you got anything else? <laughs> Listen, you can't steal my gimmick. <laughs> Hey, how come we didn't you know, see Aviator this week or whatever this fucking uh, Avatar? Avatar. <laughs> yeah. Avatar. Come on. Yeah. We didn't see uh, his ass this week. No, I didn't I didn't think this episode was necessarily bad. I think it was better than last week's. Yeah, I think it went even quicker too. Cause really when Bob like, said, Oh, how much minute time do we have left? It was like less than five minutes. I was blown away. Like, wow. Which is crazy that a tape show is better than a live show. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. unusual. I think the only killer for me was the Jim Cornette like bulldog interview. Oh, I, was, yeah. I was starting to yawn and like fall asleep over here. I was like, yeah, oh, that okay. took forever. Yeah. If way, you took that out, way long. Yeah. If you took that out, this would, that would have been a, I mean, I thought it was better than last week, but that segment was like, ugh. so here's I, my question. Do you think we'll see Ahmed Johnson compete in the ring before survivor series? I would hold off to until he's. I would. I would do what they just did and have him kind of run out, do saves and stuff like that. But I wouldn't put him in a match. I don't know. They kind of did that with Dean Douglas, and it seemed like bullshit to me. I kind of want Ahmed. I want Ahmed Johnson to have a nice, you know, decisive singles match before the pay per view. Going into the pay per view, it's like, yeah, okay, you know, oh, he he interfered in, in the main event but oh he also had an awesome squash match where he basically killed a guy so like but, he's ready for the pay-per-view i think if you hold off though you could add into more of a wild card because you could be like what is on yeah. johnson all about we don't even know and it feels more special you yeah. know and I, and I get that but i think credibility wise especially with some of the names he's going in with it's kind of like i don't know maybe a squash match wouldn't hurt you know well, well, I almost think it's a weird way to look at it, too, because do I want to see him face Joe Do, whatever his name is, or do I, now now that they inserted him in this main event, uh, you know, with all these guys, I want to see him fight those guys. I don't want right. to see him in a squash match. I want to see him fight 
uh, Bulldog and Well, I was going to say, Owen it looks Hart. like they're, they're teasing a fucking Bulldog match already. Well, Judging by it, that showdown to end the show. And, and again, it, yeah. Don't get me wrong. So, like, a, you know, whoever it was, fucking, do I want to see him have a match with Scott Taylor? No. I want to see him destroy Scott Taylor in two seconds. No, yeah. Well, yeah. No, and I get it. And I think, it, I think it would make sense. But I don't know. I kind of like the... The mystique. It, this, yeah, and this is different than Dean Douglas. Dean Douglas is like, uh, Ahmed Johnson looks scary. Like, he could kick ass. So I already know he's probably going to be a beast in the ring. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know if I even need to he's see He's got it. nothing to prove, you're saying? I would say. Okay. I, and and look-wise, I I can agree with that. And you, know? you, just have, you just have him come out and slam Yokozuna. You know, he proved a lot right, right there. So yeah, That's true. So He's 641 pounds. Right. So what else does he got to prove to me? I don't no, know that's the whole fair. lot. Yeah, I don't know. That's fair. I, I guess maybe selfishly, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's, again, to me, Survivor Series just doesn't feel special anyway. So why wait yeah. sort of thing? But the, again, that's that's my bias toward it. You know, well, are you going to make more money doing it on Raw or are you going to get more money out of him if he does it on pay-per-view? You know, you probably do want to save it for pay-per-view, but. I don't know. I would just like to... I guess I'm chomping at the bit for new things, new stars, new angles, new feuds. And it's hard for me to sit here and be like, oh, well, let's just wait for the pay-per-view. Like, I'm I'm getting greedy. No, just give it to us on Raw. I don't want to yeah. wait. Well, I want to point out, so the main, like, draw here is for Brett and, and Diesel, right? Yeah, but I, they really—they're not promoting it. Well, they are kind of the loosely. Pull, they did the pull apart, but really, yeah. that's like it. Yeah, but you know, we've been saying that Survivor Series is really kind of a lackluster show. Nothing really big happens on it. Right, Diesel a write-off. I would say it's a write-off. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Diesel Brett is you know a big match. You know, right. their King of the Ring '94 match was pretty good. Rumble '95 was kind of boring. Yeah. I would so agree. Uh, that's a good point. We're like 50-50 on it. Yeah. But I want to point out, you know, if you really think about Survivor Series after 95, so like 96, 97, 98, whatever. Right. I don't think it, I think it kind of becomes an intriguing show, at least for a few years. Yeah. That's so I think 95 point. might be like really the last time that it's, not a big, you know, it's part of the, you know, it's the big four, but it's the one yeah. of the weaker of the, you know, it's the weakest of the four, really. Yeah. But I it's think the cash in for sure. Yeah. But I think moving forward, they, they put a decent focus on, you know, building it up a little bit. Well, and, and you know what? I, I'll piggyback on that with you because now that I'm thinking back, if we think back to 93, 94, thinking of how much groaning we were doing. Even at this point, like, oh, my God, I'm dreading, fucking dreading Survivor Series. I don't know if I'm necessarily dreading it right now. Again, I think there's intrigue, and there's only one match announced. Well, there's two, the wildcard match and Brett and Diesel. Well, right, right. But I'm saying as far as, like, the the tag matches that they usually do. Like, I, yeah. you know, with the one announced... And the way they're promoting it, I'm interested. 
And we, that is something we cannot say for either Survivor Series we've watched with Icopod. Not that I can remember. Right. You know, it's been there have been very weak cards. <laughs> so maybe you're right, Bob. Maybe this is kind of the tide turning a little bit for this pay-per-view. Um, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves here, but I think there's a chance at the same time. I've been let down by WWF so much at this point that I'm not going to give them too many chips uh, against me. So I don't know. I, I think we're on the, the right track. Now there's still a lot of room for error and a lot of ways to go sideways. And WWF has a tendency to do that. And even I'd say WCW this year. Mm. So for me to trust that, Hey, everything's going to kind of fall into place and be okay. And we're going to end up with a good card. I don't know. I'm still kind of playing it safe and keeping my reserves. But uh, so far, so good. Bob's waiting for me to say something, but I, I sure am. I, I was gonna, I, I was gonna keep it quiet I, the entire time until you fucking said something. Well, are you are you gonna get more mad if I don't say anything or if I go, Austin? I agree. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh. I agree. I do agree with you guys, though. I don't. I don't feel like I'm dreading the Survivor Series right now, which is good. Um, and I really, the end of that RAW, I think, did create a little bit more excitement for that that wild card match. So that alone is like okay. At least we got something to work with here, which we can't really say for most of the last what three, four pay per views that we've watched. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. So we at least kind of have something, and for a pay per view like Survivor Series, which we talked about on last week's episode not really meaning a whole lot. That's pretty, that's pretty big deal. I would say that, you know, we kind of working with something. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a throw together. I think that's perfect. I think you, you, that's exactly it. The last couple of in your houses have felt like, Hey, here's what you're getting. We're not really explaining it. It's a throw together. And then you get to the show and sometimes, you know, the matches are subbed out or some guy can't fight this guy or you'll get in a match on there that wasn't even announced. It's like, what is this? Um, they've they've done at least something with Diesel and Brett. There is a history there that they're building on. And really, this Survivor Series wildcard team thing, they've promoted pretty well. So you're already kind of have a leg up against... I would agree with Dallas. The last couple of pay-per-views. So that's, that's intriguing in itself. I will agree with that. I think I'm going to have a lot of fun watching these shows. Now that Goldust and Ahmed Johnson are both here. (laughs) Two totally different people, two different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. You know, that's going to be, you know, Goldust being the flamboyant uh, mystery kind of guy and Ahmed Johnson being a complete lunatic. And we're, and I mean that in the best of a way. Like we're gonna see just how crazy that Ahmed Johnson can do. When I was a kid, I was a big Ahmed Johnson fan. I was like, "Give me the Pearl River Plunge. This guy is gonna dominate." And it didn't really end up happening, I guess. Uh, maybe the way we, we as fans anticipated during that time. But I think it'll be kind of it'll be fun to see uh, his run develop over time here. Yeah, and when you mention, you know, two opposite ends of the spectrum, it's just nice that two brand new guys are coming in that don't fit a mold. It's not, you know, 
the, oh, the next big guy, Viscera, Bam Bam, fucking, you know, Sid, Diesel. Oh, it's the next big guy coming in. Or it's not, you know, uh, some masked fucking occupation guy. Yeah. Or you know what I mean? It's, it's too out of the box. A badass fucking, like Bob said, lunatic guy. Out of nowhere, like oh here he is, and he beats the shit out of people. Get ready, he just slammed Yokozuna. What are you What are you gonna do about it? Nothing like we've seen before. Well, here's so you know when we saw Virgil do ridiculous dives. <laughs> Ahmed Johnson is like a musclehead version of Virgil. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. He, exactly. That's good. So just totally out of out of the box with him, and then you got Goldust, which is the close closest thing mystique wise you can maybe compare as Undertaker, but even still, they're way different from each other. Um, so again, just it's not that stereotypical. Oh, here's the garbage man coming out, or the pig farmers coming out, or the mask guy from Japan who's really a Puerto Rican guy. Yeah. You know, it, it's finally. Fresh. I think that's the best way to explain them. Both. Just here fresh. Comes, here comes a sumo wrestler, but he's really Samoan. I know. And that's <laughs> the thing. You know, yeah, Gold Dust, I would argue, is still pretty cartoony. But at least he's an original. It's not a carbon copy. It's not a cheap ripoff. It's not an occupation gimmick. It's something that we have not seen before. And for me, that's enough. You know, there's definitely kinks to work out. I'm sure Ahmed Johnson's going to have some kinks to work out. But I, I'm just glad to see that we are moving in a different direction. And I think that's very obvious just with these two debuts. We're trying yeah. new shit in 96. Get ready. No, absolutely. I think Goldus is really kind of the first example of an edgy, an edgier presentation of characters. They don't go full steam with it, but they're like, I think it's slowly being introduced. I, I would argue, and you probably will disagree with me, that the original Doink had a taste of that. Where it was like, yeah, everybody else it's, is It like, was darker. and But there was that edge to it. And I think that yeah. this gold does, does have that edge to it, just in a different way. You know, it's it's pushing the limits in a different way. No, yeah, absolutely. But I would want to credit and put put a feather in the cap of Matt Bourne's doink, that, you know, pushing the envelope more so than we would have seen otherwise with a character. Yeah. But yes, I, I agree with what you're saying, and I agree that it's a different direction that they're pushing in, a more, quote-unquote, risque, maybe. Um. And that is like, unlike we've any, you know, I mean, we've had our Adrian streets and then what have you, you know, the eighties style. This is definitely the first example of a nineties style of that gimmick, yeah. pushing it all the way to the edge mm -hmm. and really kind of teetering over the, the fact. So that's going to be interesting moving forward. I mean, like we've said so many times on this podcast, there's just nothing like that on TV right now on either channel. Yeah. So. Uh, well, we are just two weeks away from Survivor Series, which means that we are one more uh, taping of Icopod away before we get to Survivor Series, which is a relief because, as I've said before, there was times where we would have 11 episodes of Raw. 
yeah. before we would get to our next <laughs> pay-per-view. Uh, but after we do the two episodes of Raw, uh, I believe it's November 6th and 13th, we'll be going to the video store to catch up on Halloween Havoc. Obviously, we kind of know what happened, but to actually see it and yeah. how it uh, plays out on the good old the video cassette should be interesting. I personally know that I've maybe watched Halloween Havoc 95 once to, you know, in full. And I did not enjoy that show. That was probably 15 years ago <laughs> that I've ever, I mean, Halloween Havoc 95 is a show I do not go out of my way to watch ever. I've never seen it full all the way through. I've seen bits and pieces. I've never seen the full show in a sit down. Yeah, yeah. same. Well, we'll be doing that. Uh, in a few weeks time that's Halloween Havoc realistically might be even posted before, before this episode yeah. is technically published. I don't know. We'll see how it goes, but be on the lookout for that uh, bonus episode of WCW. And then uh, we'll have survivor series. And then before you know it, we'll have to watch world war three 95. So it's never ending with content between WCW and fucking WWF pay-per-views. I'll tell you that. Uh, you guys have anything else for this week's episode of Icopop? No. No. Okay. Well, then, for Austin Skinner and for Dallas Gridley, I am Bob Conn Jr., and this has been Icopod. Yeah, that's it. I don't. I don't have anything else.